410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? We're back after a two weeks long vacation. Long for some of y'all, longer for some of us. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Sorry, getting text messages from clients in the middle of the opener of our show. But Gordon, how Yay! are you? <laughs> there he goes again, ladies and gentlemen. Failing at his job, he didn't tell me to record, and then the first <laughs> syllable out of his mouth was him bearing the needle. But anyhow, friend, oh, how are you? We didn't do a mic check today. Microphone check one two one two. That's, I'm a that's on us. Consummate professional. Sir, I don't need to do a lousy mic check. This is my third podcast in four days. Then you should be all practice with the uh, OSB recording. Uh, yep. OBS recording. Speaking of OBS, uh, so OBS, open source broadcast, whatever, whatever the S stands for. Not like I'm a computer guy or anything. Um, I noticed a while back when I would log into the old Tiki Talk from my computer. So we can record the TikTok lesson of the week. The TikTok happily and proudly announced. Da, 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 we have the TikTok Windows desktop app. You can now live stream from your computer. So they can spy in your desktop where all the good information is at. So they can, we can now live stream from our computer, our laptop. So we don't have to put our phone on a tripod and burn down our battery and have our phones overheat and I don't know, perhaps maybe in broadcast from a well-set-up podcast studio such as this. And that lasts about a week until they got their shit shut down because apparently it was a (laughs) drug. They literally stole the programming from OBS and OBS smacked their dicks with a a cease and desist because they didn't follow the rules of an open source software. I mean, they completely changed the interface and just said TikTok all over. The whole interface was completely different, but I guess the streaming side of it where you put in your stream key and the and the streaming software side of it, not the interface, but the, the streaming side was basically their code and uh, they didn't follow the guidelines to the open source software agreement. Not like the Chinese we know. And so, no. so they got their PP smacked and they shut that shit down. So now if you can find the installer and you launch it, it says streaming services not available at this time. Yeah. So uh, it's like, why don't you just tell people, hey, download OBS. Here's your stream key because that's what everybody's been looking for for the last two years. Anyhow, Instagram does the same thing. Instagram will not release the an RSS stream key that you can put into an OBS or into a uh, Restream.io so that you can broadcast on their platforms as well. But anyhow, that's neither Spe- here nor there. Speaking of streaming, I uh, have cut the cord. I'm all 100% streaming now. The umbilical cord? Well, the dish cord, which is a pretty short cord. It's probably shorter than what actually comes into my house mm-hmm. for the internet. And I started to watch... Uh, I found out that I'm overwhelmed with the amount of shows I, I need to now catch up, since I, especially since I picked up Paramount+. Plus. Okay, before we get too deep into it, my whole hypothesis has been with this whole cutting of the cord is by the time you pay the 80 or $90 a month for your internet and then you pay the $7 a month for 
uh, or nineteen dollars a month, whatever it is for Netflix or a year, whatever the price is. The four ninety nine for Disney Plus, the five dollars for Discovery Plus, seven dollars for this plus that plus everything a plus plus. That at the end of the day, it's going to shake out to about the same monthly bill. Well, actually, we were saving about forty dollars a month. Nice. Which is, and this is getting the extra plus pluses. So we got the Hulu. The full boat, $69 a month with live TV, which, to be quite honest, it's like it's like watching cable without the really bullshit channels. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little different because everything's alphabetical in the menu, you know. I don't mind that because so I've always station. thought it was weird. Like, it's almost like, and I can't prove this, but it makes sense that going back to the advent of cable that um it was like the less money you pay the higher number you got on the cable box at least in the old days remember the good days when you would get a cable box or satellite dish and all the reputable stations were at the low and then they would hide all the porn stations at the end so when you're looking through the guide you see super hot super hot wet milfs but nowadays comcast puts it in the middle between like oh i don't know fox and fucking nick at night so that when your 12-year-old kid is browsing through the guide and they're going from their local stations before they get to Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, they have to pass descriptions of, like, my hot, wet daughter's neighbor's kids, uncle's grandmother and shit. It's like, why don't you guys bury that, that shit at the end? I haven't even seen that on Dish, and I'm wondering with the uh, with Pornhub and everything else, is that even a thing now? Oh, yeah. You still have the Playboy and the Spice channels mm-hmm. and all well, I think they're accommodating the old folk. Um, now, I don't know, and I'm not going to drop the bomb. Or, I don't, or, the, or the kids, because there's no more looking for that nipple in the squiggly no, lines. Here's right? what I don't understand. There's a, um, let's just say an adult bookstore out on a road, out round down on the way out of Cape Coral. And now, is this a store that burned down? No, this is an adult bookstore that shares a name with a club off of the Sopranos, and that's as far as I'll go on that. And there's always cars parked out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what exactly is going on in that place? There's got to be more than meets the eye. Because how many people are so. still buying over-the-counter freaking DVDs? I mean, I doubt there's that many people lined up to buy sex toys. It's like, is there like a something like a live show in the back that no one knows about? There's got to be something going on in that place. Because wow. like you're saying, with Pornhub and all that, why have the, the shit on the, the cable network? Well, clearly they're, they're still... They're either uh, they got to be accommodating a certain demographic. Yeah, probably the perv supreme demographic, or the old but, school uh, to supreme who that's just what they know, right? Yep. So at the end of the day, though, because I did adjust my internet service to Gigablast, uh, I'm paying about the same now. But I was able to get better internet, which hopefully this will make this better. Um, and then. Uh, you know all that, but what I uh, well, two shows. Hold on, before, like... you pa- before just to put a little stopping point in there—not even stopping point, but to add on, because th- that's the thing I found out. I've discovered with Comcast. It's like you call up Comcast, you're like, oh, "I've had enough for this. You're charging uh, me too much. I'm going to drop my cable TV." I see. I'm paying. They basically have a base price, and regardless of what service you drop, whether it's your cable or the internet, whatever you're left with is going to be the most <laughs> expensive of the price. <laughs> Well, Dish was not happy. They fought and they kept saying they they would say stuff like, uh, you know, there's buffering. I was like, here, let me let me stop you right there because I know you're reading a script. Said I've been streaming stuff for several years now on the side, paying for extra services, and it's to the point now. Even with my second from lowest level, come to find out, internet, 
the buffering was like 10 seconds at the beginning, and then everything else was fine. I will say your uh, Zoom picture does look better, and I don't think we'll get the occasional max headroom green flicker that we well, used hopefully to get on not. the screen. Hopefully not. As my upload speed should be about 35. What's up, Morgan so, Long? What's up, John Craft OVG5? Hey, yeah, no. uh, um, fel- John, um, I have your all's uh, stickers. Actually, Nuggets peeling apart the OG5 stickers. I got the What's in Your Head stickers ready to mail out, but I wanted to include some OG5 stickers, so Nuggets pulling those apart. So I've been threatening to send them to you guys, and we will get back to those. But uh, at the end of the day, we just we we get, we paid two hundred dollars to get away. So anyhow, and, the streaming shows that you want to talk about before we forget and pass the streaming on. <laughs> shows. I will tell you what I have by especially I'll my second episode. What? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Eighteen eighty three has to be, and I'm not going to any spoilers, but I will say that this is probably the best acting. I've ever seen Sam Elliott do. Well, it's funny because we were trying to figure out what to watch before we came on the show tonight because I had an hour to kill. I was like, well, let's watch the free pods 1883. And Carrie's like, why? We don't have the service, so we're going to get addicted to one episode and try to figure out we want to spend $9 a month on fucking Discovery Plus. So we, we want to watch Paramount, it. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, but it was the uh, finest acting you ever seen him do, and I dare say from episode one, especially going into two, I think the writing's already far superior superior to Yellowstone. Oh, I'm sure. And people, Carrie did not believe that the um, the, the guy who plays Dutton was what's-his-dick, the country singer. She said, don't look anything like him. I'm like, well, you ain't yep. seen him in 20 years. And that's his wife, too. And then I watched a show I haven't watched in 10 years plus, South Park, post-COVID. Oh. I sent you a couple of things on it. Yeah. Uh I tell you, Matt Parker and Trey Stone, they're still smart. And they were all they were all over it. They I think I even heard the word face diaper in there somewhere. <laughs> um but just the stuff they were talking about, and yes, Kenny does die. Surprise. <laughs> but does he die COVID? Well, <laughs> There is a I will I will do because it, it is South Park and who gives a fuck. So you're not going to spoil alert for me. I stopped watching that show when every single episode was about the devil and Saddam Hussein. They got yes. so lazy. Twenty. That's years ago. when I did too. But so now they they've unlazy another episode themselves. of this. So Kenny ends up a very wealthy philanthropist. If you think about it, who because he was an inventor and he was a scientist. And let me give you a backstory. Post-COVID is COVID comes to an end, but it's been 40 years. So they're all older, late 40s. Stan's a drunk. Hmm. Cartman's a rabbi. That's surprising because he, what do you do, convert? Uh, (laughs) He was always calling Kyle a stupid Jew. (laughs) Oh, and and because of that, Kyle thought that Cartman was fucking with him the whole time Mm -hmm. until he met his wife and his children, who all have Hebrew names. Um, Kenny was a a wealthy, very wealthy inventor, scientist guy. And if you think about it, who had all the ideas as a kid? Kenny. Never understand. Kenny always said, let's do this, right? Now, you don't hear him talk. You barely see his face because he's got a a blonde beard. Um, But yeah, he he goes back in the past to try to find out, and this is at the end of 40 years, what what, what happened, uh, where did COVID come back? In the process, it, it, it vaporizes everybody in his lab. He comes back, 
and he coughs because mm-hmm. he got COVID when he went to the past. So then a new variant comes around called Kimmy McCornicron, which is nice, recent with the Omicron shit going on. And, uh, you know, they locked down the town because one person wasn't vaccinated. Hmm. So it was pretty good, but they go even into NFTs. And I wish I could have found the clip. And basically, uh, remember Butters? Mm-hmm. Well, he becomes a guy named, with a different name, Victor Chaos. <laughs> well, he was Victor always Chaos. Captain Chaos. Huh? He was always Captain Chaos when they were playing. Well, he was Victor he Chaos. Always put, he had a Victor Chaos outfit. sells NFTs. <laughs> and because his sales spiel is so good, they locked him away because they considered him dangerous. And then NFTs are basically the newest pyramid scheme of all pyramid mm-hmm. schemes. It's not that they become valuable. It's because they're valuable to him for selling them to all these unwitting people. Yep. And uh, it was right on target. Current. I'm actually glad I watched it. There's actually two episodes, one hour each. But uh, yeah, God. But as for the streaming services, I'm glad I went this way. One of the things uh, I, I did notice and I had a feeling, and it's one of the reasons I switched, is as we were um, – as we've been streaming the last couple of years, especially after we got a 4K TV and paid a little extra that T-Mobile didn't pay for our um, Netflix, the image quality is fan-fucking-tastic. And to the point where I'm like, it is better than Dish big time. It's funny because I, um, I got the TV in our living room that Stan gave us, and it's, um, it was the Quanos model, whatever it was. It was the one that actually had um, RGBY, actually had the yellow scheme in it too. Uh-huh. And compared to the other um, decent TV in our bedroom, like it's the picture so much different because the whole gimmick was it really didn't take off. But and neither one of them are two K or four K; they're just HD TVs. But you can turn on the same program, the same channel, and walk from my bedroom and look at the one the one that actually does the RGBY. The picture is so much because instead of generating a yellow by mixing the color, it actually has a yellow. And it, it, the picture's just outstanding. So I can imagine what your 4K stuff looks like. Yeah, and, and, and on streaming, even regular stuff, uh, you know, Dish was great because it auto-hopped this and that, but the image quality always kind of was super compressed. Things would distort this and that. And I was just, it was just getting tired of it, to be quite honest. So, How uh, is your uh, refresh on your TV? Uh, it's pretty fucking good. Because my buddy Zach has a nice TV, but whenever he's watching like, Something that's got a high motion, it it still pixelates. And it's like, I think it's only a year old. It's like, it was the top of the line. It's like, that drives me nuts when these super fancy TVs can't handle the panning of a camera across the football field or well, a, and a also racetrack. That, that could be the, the cable service or the uh, or the dish service, too, if it's not streaming because they've only got so much to work nah, he with. He actually has. He switched from to the direct streaming service where it comes over the internet instead of through a satellite dish. Oh, okay. Because we're here in Florida. While we're on that topic, I'm going to skip. It makes sense. I'm going to skip seven, eight down the, the list of shit because we're talking about TV shows. <laughs> and this is so dumb. So you're watching a show, right? That's It's trending and everybody's watching it. You're watching. You're kind of enjoying it, but you start to complain. And someone says, hey, it's a stupid TV show. Yeah, you know, they've laid the groundwork since episode one that this is a stupid TV show, but enjoy. And so this sparked a a segment I don't have any openers for. Maybe this will be a one-off, or maybe we'll do it every other week if we have new ones. But this is called (coughs) Speed Bumps and Dumb Movies. 
<laughs> what I mean by this is you've accepted the fact this is a dumb movie, but it's fun. The plot's dopey as shit, but it's fun. It's it's on the nose. It is what it's supposed to be. But for some reason, out of all the dumb shit that you're willing to overlook, all the um, suspension of disbelief that you've surrendered to, there's just something dumb in the plot line that just irks the shit out of you that really makes no fucking never mind. Because mm-hmm. after all, it is a dumb show. And that is, for me, Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes. There, it is so predictable. That's not it. And, and, and you're kind of building my case. It's predictable, but it's a dumb show. It's, it's been on the nose. It's been making fun of itself since the first episode where they did and this. And he said, it's, got that 80, it's still got that 80s rhythm to it. But you know what drives me crazy about the show and why that's so, what drives me crazy so dumb that it drives me crazy that anybody listening, like, why the fuck? You're stupid for getting hung. The stupid little thing that gets me hung up on. See if it's the same as me. Okay, spoiler alert if you haven't seen season one or season two. You know, fuck them. <laughs> um, so Johnny loses Cobra Kai to his old <gasps> sensei. Imagine that. Because the writer said... To the super evil guy? That the sensei went and talked to his skeevy landlord and took over the lease. That's fine. I don't have no problem with that. And so Johnny walks away from the Cobra Kai. Even if they're getting, you know... Okay, fine. The landlord, you have the physical building. But uh, who do you know down at the uh, California State of Business Licensing that you got the registered state... Mm -hmm license plus business eid number and federal taxes id number put in your name <laughs> so you can take the fucking you can take the fucking building but you don't get details, the details details <laughs> you don't have to worry about the details you don't i get thought the, the tax same exempt shit. id you don't get the doing business as under the bank account because as they showed in season one some of those kids were paying membership fees you know what they actually call that here in las vegas <laughs> uh what's up a fictitious business name, your DBA. Well, and it's called that too, you know, because, you know, it's, at computers are DBA, but we have our own LLC <laughs> name. But, and so to me, it's like, so you took his, you took his storefront, you didn't take his business. Now, now he's in a fucking abandoned building with his Eagle Claw Fang dojo because after all his other joe was take dojo was taken somehow so was the business license name the bank account and all that and so they want to show how he's dirty poor and they got the kids working out with sandbag like literally sandbags but then up on you the ever wall, wonder where crease got his money but up on the wall is this huge giant eagle claw fang sticker that would probably cost about all oh, i don't know five thousand dollars to have printed up in a print shop and slapped on the side of this concrete building that you don't own but that's all right johnny we know you're poor so that all the rest of it i can get behind the the kids the 25 year olds playing high school kids the the fighting in the school where there's no fucking uh cops on the premise especially in fucking la no teachers around i can get behind all that but the fact that he allegedly stole his business and that johnny can afford a a five thousand dollar sticker to slap on the wall when he's poor and making the kids like work out on old mechanic scrapers yeah Suspension of disbelief can get very difficult at times. That's why I said it's a speed bump in the dumb The only problem I have with 1883 is uh, sets are perfect. Everything's perfect. But the main stars have pearly white teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and that that bumps me. And I know it shouldn't. Now they'll show bad teeth on the bad guys, or the you know some derelict in the bar, but the 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 main principles all have pearly white teeth. Well, it's funny you say that. It doesn't exist in 1883. It's At least yellow them. Exactly. And it's funny you say that because I told Karis I would love to get on Big Brother or a reality TV show just for one episode. Because if you get your teeth whitened, every one of those motherfuckers either get their teeth whitened or they come on with fucking veneers. A lot of those cats have full blown veneers on there. It's like, wow. I, if, fuck I, veneers. if I can get on a reality TV show just to get my teeth fixed, I'll show up for half an episode and get to kick the fuck off. Sign me. You up. still got a full, full head of teeth, don't you? I do, but they could, you know, they could be cleaned up and shiny and whitened and all that shit. And, you know, I'm sure they fill some cavities while you're in the chair. So, you know, eh, I would love to get on a reality show just to get my grill fixed. That'd be fun. Absolutely. But, uh, nah, so far so good. I'm not getting any lag. I know she's streaming shit. So this is, this is all moves in the, the right direction. Um, we're going to get into, we're going to start off early because, you know, it's a new year and it's a new season for this show. And, uh, and now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. This is a long one. Oh boy. Here we are in um, BP petrol station. He's not letting me pay. He's, requ- he's requesting that I sign in before I can pay for my petrol. Sign in. I'll explain when it's done. Are you going to let me pay or are you giving this to me for free? Are you going to let me pay or are you giving this to me for free? That is the legal system. This is ridiculous. All right, so you want me to bring cash from now on? No, I don't want to bring cash. You slept down in the cab last time I did your drive So are you giving me this petrol for free? No, I'm not. You're being recorded. Everything you're saying, do. You're being recorded as well. You're not letting me pay. I'm not stopping you from paying. I'm just telling you. Sign you in. are stopping me from paying. Please enable the amount that I've been charged. You pay, don't ever come back in the I think this may be Australia. I'm thinking so too. I was trying to figure it out. You get the jokes of the, the idea. There's still a minute left. Basically, he lives in a... got to sign in the pay. He basically lives in a weird city or state or country that doesn't enforce prepaid gas like everybody here in the United States, right? But right. I think it's Australia because they're the ones going over the fucking deep end of the COVID policy. Basically, That's because it's a, 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 a... The jokes of this video is, is you pull up, you pump your gas, and then you go in. And before you can pay for the gas, you have to check in with your COVID vaccination app. You have to scan the QWERTY code so they can trace your movements throughout the city. And this guy's not signing in. And so you hear the BP guy say, sign in. And he's like, I just want to pay for my gas. He's like, sign in. He's like, is the gas for free? No, it's not. Well, then let me pay. And long Do they not st- pay at the pump? Long story short, apparently not. At the end, the, he's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, look, the, and the gas clerk, he's like, look, it may be a $100 fine for you, but it's a $6,000 fine for me. So... I don't want to say it's Australia. It's, it's either Australia or some European country, but any a place with that accent. If you don't sign in at your geographical locations with your COVID app, you can get fined a hundred dollars, but the establishment can get fined six thousand dollars. At the end, the guy gets frustrated, says, "Pay for your gas, but you can never come back to this garage again." So I think it may be over in Britain somewhere. It's Britain or Australia, I, one of the two. Don, it's not about control. I no, swear. it's not. It's, it's, it's not oh. about control. It's about our safety. Oh. It's about their safety. Just like Boris Johnson 
the Prime Minister of England is getting raked over the coals, properly, mind you, because even though there was a ban on gatherings outside of more than two people, you had to be masked and socially distanced. He accepted a invitation and went to a party of 100 people of government outside. That fucker. Because, you know, and, and so I was listening to that on NPR today on my way to a job and uh, just kind of wanted to, I'd like to kind of listen from all, all angles. And my head about blew up because I'm like, oh, it's it's not contagious outside. It's not. And, and one side it was like, matter. it is. And they act like it's like the death of everybody. This guy is committing mass atrocities because he was outside in a party of people that were outside mm-hmm. with no mask and not socially distancing because it's illegal and they could get fined. He just arrested. hasn't. He just hasn't got his talking points updated yet. We're already seeing CNN and MSNBC saying that fat people get sick. They're finally catching up. I know. But I don't want to. A couple of weeks ago, I even said we're going to start seeing the slow peeling back of that. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up and scare people off with COVID talk. I just want to play that here. Why we're on the TikTok lesson of the week? It's so interesting to me what goes viral. And in this case, one one of my videos is semi-viral. I don't know what people's um, dictionary definition. I, I to me, viral, viral is like a million. Have you hit or a million more. yet? No, uh, the oh, highest yeah. ever has half a million. That's why I said somewhat viral. But this is just a simple statement I made walking out of my garage. If you're new to Florida, welcome. Fun fact: If you leave your house and go out into public or publics for at least more than an hour a day. I guarantee you, you've been next to somebody with a firearm. That's it. That's all I said. Just a legit statement. That's it. How many um, anti-gunners come after you? Actually, there's only been like four. But this is what you need when you want a video to go viral. You need like three or four naysayers to create controversy because then everybody who agrees with you starts having conversations with them. And every time they have conversation, it counts as a video view and engagement. And then TikTok shares with more and more people. This video is about six days old. And as of show prep time, I'm at 39,000 views, which has spun off to this one guy whose name was interestingly enough named confirmed shooter was saying I was making, I'm stupid. I don't know. I'm talking about that Florida doesn't have open carry. And most of the people who carry guns are illegal. So then I did a spinoff video showing diagrams from the uh, Florida fish and wildlife, the amount of um, licenses issue in each age group, proving the fact, but did just, he finally lay down after nah, that? People are arguing with him, and I just leave it alone because, like I said, the more they argue, the more engagements, the more views, and the more follows it comes. I've done my way. job. You take care of each I've other. I've gotten probably 150 to 200 subscribers <laughs> off of that one video, so I'm letting that son of a bitch sail. But it's like I didn't make a political statement. I just said, hey, welcome to Florida. By the way, if you leave your house and you're out around other people for at least an hour a day, you will be, and I meant to say within five feet of a firearm, but you will be around somebody with a firearm. And it's crazy how some of the comments people making, what's your fucking point? Blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of people, well, we have open carry here. It's like, well, yeah, well, we don't unless we're going fishing or coming home from fishing. But yeah, so. You're not as free as you think, motherfucker. Yeah. Somebody said, it's the Wild West in Florida. I said, eh, not quite yet. But yeah, so that one's. That one's going. Although they do have an open carry thing kind of kind of being kicked around right now, I believe. Yeah, they try to every few years, but um you know, they just it, it just never seems to get enough votes. I had two I had two thoughts when I went to Subway the other way, other day. Mm-hmm. You and I are trying to eat better. I'm trying to lose some weight. 
I'm down to counting calories again, which is a pain in the balls, and I'm fucking hungry. But if that don't work, I'm going to go back to keto. I've increased my fitness. We are 11 days in. I've already ran 17 miles this month. Um, I've already ridden my my elliptical bike 14 miles. I've already been to the gym twice, and I've whenever I go fishing, I don't count my kayak miles unless I do a long paddle where it's 30 minutes or more. And so I, I registered one mile, and anyhow, but. So I've been trying to eat at home more, but on the occasion where we got to go out, I'm like, let's just go to Subway or let's go to Publix and get something. Subway? Well, this is my point. So I had two thoughts when I was at Subway the other day. One, if you're going to Subway and you're ordering anything other than a cold cut lunch meat deli counter sandwich, you're at the wrong fucking place because their tuna looks horrible. Their steak is atrocious. Only thing that I get there, and I've been getting there since 1997, is I get a foot-long spicy Italian, which is just basically straight-up lunch meat. That's what Subway started on before they had all this other shit they try to sell. And I'm looking, I'm like, if you come to Subway and you're getting tuna salad sandwich, yeah, you're hurting yourself. If you're buying this steak flatbread shit, which my daughter buys, you're hurting yourself. Only thing worth getting at Subway is a straight-up legit Old school, old fashioned sub with the you know the Capricola and the, yep. the whatever spicy Italian or BMT. That's it. And so I was walking and and I usually get a bag of chips and I get a bottle of soda, whatever. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, well, everybody, uh, no sodas, no sodas. Why not? Here's a crazy thought because we have home sodas. Home sodas? How dare you eat fast food with home soda? As if the home soda is not fucking better than this nasty ass fountain drink. Or why buy? Why drink your home soda you already purchased when you can buy this twenty ounce bottle of store bought soda? Why is it that when we go to fast food restaurants and we're taking that shit right home, is it because we need something for the ride? And if that's the case, why are we getting the extra larges? Why is do we as an Americans in the Western culture turn our backs with frowns on the home soda? What is I wrong got, with the home soda? I got one possible answer, and it's a stretch. It's the type and quantity that ends up being the ice and soda ratio. But well, you're kind of proving my point that home soda is far better than the restaurant soda. But we've been so conditioned that we I'm need... I'm proving your point. You can get a different ratio out of the ice in the ice machine than you can at home usually because at home most people's got the really chunky ice or if you grind it up, it's all shardy, you know. Are you a two-liter drinker? No. So you crack a can? I prefer actually a can. You crack a can and then dirty a glass? Um, well, because well, your explanation is no. talking about soda to ice ratio as if you dump your soda into a glass and then put ice in it. Thus, meaning if there is no ice, there is no ratio. And sometimes it's nice to have a little ice. Ice is nice. Well, you have glasses and ice and home soda. You can just pour your home soda into a glass and put the ice in it. It's just weird. The ratio's off. It's just weird that we have been conditioned that you must have a fast food soda to go with your fast food, even though you're driving straight home to eat it. Save some money. uh, Save a dollar five. Or if you're buying three of them, save nine bucks. I would like to add to your jack, your not jack. That's actually what we'll talk about. Your spicy chicken, since we're talking about. Oh yeah, food. the spice. If you got, if you guys have been around long enough, you've heard me bitch and moan about how I at least make the proclamation that the chicken sandwich sold at Wendy's is not 
the chicken sandwich they have today, and I mentioned that I would probably do a YouTube comparison. Well, the YouTube chicken comparison video is up, and I had to cut my losses at a certain point. That fucking thing would go on for five more months and 28 more pounds. <laughs> you didn't know there was so much spicy chicken in the world. I uh, would like to add, because I used to hate this place with a passion, Jack in a Box of Spicy Chicken can give Wendy's a run for the money. Number one, the spices are built into the breading. It's very similar. Number two, they're fucking chunky and thick. Well, I think if we remember correctly, my end of the channel breakdown went as KFC, Popeye's, Mm -hmm. McDonald's McChicken, then uh, Burger King, then the Wendy Spicy Chicken Sandwich, and then the McDonald's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. But I'd actually put Jack in the Box at the top. And Chick-fil-A is... After Popeye's. So, okay. interestingly enough, the top three chicken sandwiches all come from chicken restaurants. Make perfectly good sense. Better. But I did make the I did make the um, observation that if you're doing a straight-up legitimate chicken, spicy chicken sandwich, the only two that truly exist would be the Wendy's, the um, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And maybe the Burger King. I think all the rest of them are just serving a regular chicken sandwich yep. with a spicy condiment. So they don't really. And, and I also said that the video is more about the quality of chicken. But since we started with a spicy chicken sandwich from KFC, um, I made them all spicy where they're all served. And also, and the more the more interesting thing for me with that, forget the quality of the chicken, the price breakdown and who was actually more expensive. It was a lot different than you would think. I think KFC was like a dollar cheaper than freaking uh, Wendy's. Like KFC, who historically has overcharged for chicken? I think KFC and Popeye's, believe it or not, were cheaper than the other ones. I, I truly, I know one of them was like $9 and KFC was like only 8 and all And all of them were medium-sized combos. So I didn't get an extra large one day. They were all medium, medium fries. And the price difference was interesting to me that the chicken restaurants actually had cheaper chicken sandwiches than the hamburger restaurants, which I guess isn't too surprising because they get their chicken in bulk. But Absolutely. Can we uh, take a moment um, of silence, two talents we've lost over the, since we've been off? Sure. Betty White, 99, she actually had a stroke six days prior to her death. And Bob Saget, who passed away in his sleep at the age of 65. So is, did they make the announcement that he passed away in his sleep? Yes. Okay, because I was kind of concerned that maybe he um, went the Robin Williams route. I thought that because they kept saying he was supine on his bed since day one with one hand over his heart and the next one next to him. So I am almost thinking that he probably had a heart attack. Uh, no drugs, no alcohol in a system that they could tell, no foul play. I just think it was uh, – I think somebody came along and said, it's time to pull your card, bud. Yeah, I guess. And 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 that's good because to see such a raunchy comedian go out and not have really any at this point anything shady or scandalous attached to it is I hate to say relieving, but it but it is. Yeah, and know? the cynic in you makes you think that now that they're gonna people are gonna start talking and pulling his old content that they're gonna post hominously award uh, post hominously cancel his ass for some of the content. <laughs> Have you ever seen him live? No, but I've seen some of the videos. Yeah, we saw him live about 10 years ago, and yeah, he uh, he's as blue as blue can be, which is my type of humor, so. Be 
gentleman by the name of Jimmy Galante bought his 17-year-old son his own hockey team. The gentleman by the name of Jimmy Galante bought his 17-year-old son his own hockey team. I'm the president of the Danbury Trashers and I'm 17 years old. <laughs> this was the largest investigation I've ever been a part of. Jimmy was the real Tony Soprano. We were the bad boys of hockey. A freak mix of pro wrestling and the mighty ducks. I made it very clear if you do something to embarrass this league, you're going to be dealt with. It was a gangster mentality. Every player was getting paid under the table. I'm supposed to say that or no? We dominated. It was a shit show. I consider the team a family. I didn't have to be a rocket scientist to assume that something bad was going to happen. I watched this a few months back. It's been on my list a while. This is the Netflix series. The series of the show is called Untold. This particular episode, it's a docu-series it's called Crimes and Penalties. The Untold Crimes and Penalties, a 2021 American biographical documentary film made on Netflix and directed by Chapman Way and Michael Way. The film is the fourth installment, blah, 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 blah. This story focuses on the new defunct United Hockey League, UHL, ice hockey, team and the Danbury Trashers, which was bought by James Galante, as you heard, a mafia-connected trash kingpin and associated with the Giovanni crime family, who gifted the team to his 17-year-old son. Now, his son played hockey in high school. His son was a huge fan of the Mighty Ducks. He's of that age. But he got he got injured. Like, he was borderline, you know, potential college career, but he got hurt, fucked up, and it killed his hockey career. And as the story unfolds, his dad buys his hockey team as a way to, monitor, to launder money for the, the mob. But he, he makes his 17-year-old son the owner-operator of this hockey league. And as you heard him say, he was a huge fan of WWF and the Mighty Ducks. And so he literally started hiring all these goons. And he the, the, these guys would get under the table cash payments for fucking up other players. And so this docuseries going all about it, showing interviewing the players, the people, the, the FBI who was building the case against his dad and, and all that stuff. And it was just, and the guy you heard talking was the head of the UHL up in the Northeast talking about if you embarrass us, blah, blah, blah. But by the end of it, he was a huge fan because the WWF side of this and the fights brought, they literally had an entire season of sold out shows. They brought in so much money for the league and brought so much attention to it. But the insanity that was going on with his dad, and like you heard him say, his dad was the real-life Tony Sopranos, and he actually had an autograph from James Gandolfini. He basically, back in the day, bought a trash truck and um, more trash trucks, and anytime any competition trash companies came to town, they would fuck them up mob style, and they got involved with the mob. And It's an insane movie. It's about an hour and a half. Um, it's part of the Untold series. There's a, quite a few of good ones on there, um, but this particular one's called Crimes and Penalties. It's if you like hockey, and it's like I'm sitting to watch. Like, when was this? The name sounds from, and their logo is a trash old seventy style trash can with hands and like on ice skates. Like, did you ever Blades ever play them? <laughs> it's it's because you know it's about the same damn league, but yeah, it's. It's a good, uh, it's a good one to watch. So check that one out if you guys are looking for something good to stream on Netflix or uh, any of the other services. 
Um, I watched a few good ones. I watched one about the, the remember in the late 90s, the college basketball um, point shaving scandal. Mm-hmm. That they did one on that. Uh, there's a couple of good ones. Um, uh, one of the uh, oh, one of Adam Crowley actually talked about um, the guy from Miami who was a big time pot and cocaine smuggler in the 70s and 80s. He used all his money to race cars and uh, ended up running from the cops and getting arrested. He basically financed his own race team in order to. Because racing so expensive, the IRS is going to wonder where he got all his money. They, him and his cronies, they like speaking of state business names. They would come up with like fake cologne company, perfume companies to be their sponsors and shit. And so that was a pretty good one as well. I uh, I know we we talked about watching that kayaking uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. I just started another one called The Alpinist. Okay. Is it about is this crazy no name mountain climber, free climber, and uh, his name is Mark Andre? I forget his last name, off the top of my head. But uh, put that in your queue, the Alpinist. Uh, <clears throat> this guy's a little weird. But, yeah, they uh, usually he, are. Definitely socially um, awkward. I I know a lot about that. Uh, but yeah. It's it's nuts. Sorry, I'm looking at. I heard recently Vegas Golden Knights tickets were cheaper. Uh, last time I, I it was like 125 a person, and the same seats now 48 bucks a person again. Oh, so much for his quality it's internet, fucking, ladies and uh, gentlemen. That just dropped there. out. Your internet dropped out. Go back to the forty dollars. Did ticket. it really? Yeah. Are we back? Yep. Your max headroom a little bit. Right. Maybe my end. I don't know. But yeah, go ahead. Start back at the forty dollars a ticket. So it's dropped down to forty eight bucks a ticket to to watch pens, watch you know the pens play. That's that's course. nosebleed. They used to be over a hundred bucks a ticket. You've been to a so, you've been to a live game, right? Yes, I have. There's nothing better than a live hockey game, and especially a T-Mobile Arena. Nice thing about living, you ain't seen shit until you see the Amelie Arena in Tampa. We have the loudest fan base in the league. See, that's all about Amelie Arena. They're acoustics are so fucking quiet that when you're in there it sounds like you're in an empty gymnasium mm-hmm. and when people start cheering it's like an audible version of the wave you can hear it coming around oh yeah um but the nice thing about living in florida is we have obviously we got the tampa bay lightning and then we got the um florida panthers now stan and i would occasionally go to a florida panther show because well they're in miami and well let's just say the uh, large population of the miami community are more into soccer than they are hockey <laughs> so if you're just wanting to see a live game, you really don't care who it is, and you look at compare prices between Tampa and Miami, and both of them are about the same distance from where we live, uh, we would go to Miami games a few times just because they're a hell of a lot cheaper, and it was a lot, you know, and you still got to enjoy the live NHL hockey. Mm-hmm. First time I went, I couldn't believe how fast it was because I'd been to hundreds of Everblades games. Uh, here's a fun story. One of the one of the perks of working in radio is they give away tickets to the to the local teams. Your your Fort Myers Miracle, your Everblades, and we were the last show on the air. Once we went on, the secretary went home. The doors were locked. No one could pick up prizes after five o'clock. And so, day of game day, either Wednesday or Friday, the day would come. Five o'clock would roll around, and you would have like eight, nine pairs left for that night's game. So what are you going to do? Throw them in the trash 
or oh. call some of your friends and say, I got some free hockey tickets. Well, yep. I had done this enough that I had burned through, you know, dad, Melody, they went to a handful and then they got kind of, well, maybe next time. And, and it was closer for me just to hang out the radio station for an extra hour than drive to the hockey arena because it was literally two miles from the station. So my buddy John, who used to do data recovery before they invented uh, hard drives over 500 gigs, <clears throat> he, was, he was a big Flyers fan, and which was funny because he'd have his Flyers jersey on and I'd have my Penguins jerseys on. And people were like, how are you guys friends? The best time ever. I, it was a Friday. It was like a Wednesday night game. Um, I had a, literally an entire row full of tickets. Literally. <laughs> literally an entire row right behind the away team's goal. We would sit there and badger the, do all the goon calls and badger people and get loud and obnoxious. And John, you know, John would, John was a huge hockey fan. He knew all the chance to bust up goalies balls. And somewhere after the game started, maybe around second period. Yeah. Cause we'd go outside and smoke and go to the bathroom and all that crap during the interchange. And we came back and, the row behind me, there was three people, and one of them was really, really, really fucking drunk. And every time we got in a fight or we scored a goal or did a good play, me and John would stand up, we'd start cheering, and of course, me being six foot five, which I know you have the same self consciousness about you. Like when you go to concerts, you know people are staring in the back of your head, so you try to kind of stand in between people and give people. Nope, don't fucking care. But anyhow, <laughs> we're standing up, we're yelling and cheering, and I'm hearing this guy, "Would you guys sit down?" <laughs> I shut up Frank shut up and this went on for like 10-15 minutes and then he said the thing he shouldn't have said I don't know where you guys came from but I bet those aren't even their seats <laughs> I looked at John reached into my pocket produced like 8 pairs of tickets I turned around I said you know what sir this is my seat that's my seat I started ticking making a rain ticket said that's my seat that's my seat i said this is my entire fucking row <laughs> shut up and his his people looked at him and said they finally went up and <laughs> moved like four rows back greatest sporting <laughs> story of my life i was able to claim not only is this my seat this is my entire fucking row <laughs> that one time you could show that you're balling i was like fucking that <laughs> pulling out you just made it rain huh <laughs> my whole fucking row shut up where did you come from by the way is those your seats my question Matter of fact, if I get you to be quiet, I'll give noticed. you the two furthest from me. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that would have been greater is matter of fact. Matter of fact, that's my fucking row too. Get the fuck out of here. That would have been hilarious. But yeah, that was like the best. Like, bitch, that's my row too. You ever made a mistake watching a video on YouTube that maybe the content's not something that you would normally watch? Which, by the way, our father sent me a zip popping video on TikTok the other day. But that that's neither here nor there. <laughs> So I was on YouTube. I hate when those pop-ups are, pardon the pun, but, and then you're like, you want to get away, but then you're like, I almost want to see it. And then you get right at the beginning. I, I, I don't just, mind those so much, but it's kind of weird to have somebody send you one. I yeah, was scrolling is. through my phone. I think I was on the shitter. Like I'll send one to my wife because women like to pop zits. But. And I see this video and it's of a cow hoof and it's like Ned, the hoof doctor or whatever. And he's a farrier. He goes around to these cattle ranches and slaughterhouses and. And he fixes the feet of these these cows. And he's, he's got his fucking angle grinder, and he's sanding them down. He's got his knife, and he's cutting down deep, and he's finding these cracks and these infections and all that. And it was an interesting video. I watched it all the way through. This cow had an infected infection down there and all series. Basically, he digs down, he, he drains it, and then what he does is 
a hoof as two panels, right? You got your right and your left. He'll glue a rubber pad on the healthy side, thus making the the unhealthy side not touch the ground, right? He's basically putting a, a foot pad so that gets the the unhealthy side the weight off of it and hopefully less shit on it and give it time to heal. I wash it now, just for fun, just to prove my point. Anytime I go to fucking YouTube, all these thumbnails are just dirty ass infected. <laughs> fucking cow hooves it's like i'm not that interested i watched one video now you think i'm like i have a like an interest in like dirty cow hooves well you know on a horse what that part in the middle is called no look just scroll i don't even see this but right there is a dirty cow hoof oh i'm <sighs> sorry i'm sorry it's actually playing the promo of him fixing somebody else's foot that is um no that's this one's entitled pus squirts out of a huge bull's foot <laughs> And so now, like, I can't scroll through my... Glad I ate already. You know, I, and now they're, they're giving me other people. So apparently here's um, a, a horse hoof doctor. And so now it's like I'm a cow, cattle rancher and I like to spend my time. I can imagine this is what Cowboy's YouTube live stream is, his, his looks like. But it's like every third video now is a nasty-ass infected cow hoof thumbnail. It's like I'm not that interested in it. I don't want to dislike his videos. Here's another one. You watch now. The problem is, is you watch more, and that's on YouTube too. Isn't it? Yeah. You watch more, and more will pop up, right? Mm-hmm. You make a mistake by watching one, you're fucked. Then I'm like, the well, second. do they do that with my videos? When people like one of my videos, is my video? Oh, I have to look at the timeline? amount of views they have versus yours. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> by the way, um, Thank you guys so much last year for signing up for Patreon. We'll get some more Patreon subscribers at the end of the year. Fantastic. If you guys want to support this channel, please head over to dhyphen410.com or the What's in Your Head podcast. I always say the What's in Your Head podcast is if that's the website, or whatsinyourhead.com. And click on the Patreon link if you're on your mobile phone or mobile device, just the way the website works. you got to scroll all the way to the bottom to find the banner ads. Um, or you can just go to patreon.com and search for digital 410, sign up to the dollar month. You got a $3 and 50 cent month plan and a $7 month plan. I just sent out a t-shirt last week to one of our $750 month subscribers who just signed up two months ago. And I got another one. I got to send out here in another two weeks. Um, also go to YouTube and look for digital 410. Please like subscribe, share us with your friend. We're at 550 now. We're, we're getting closer to a thousand. Sadly, I'll be at 10,000 on TikTok, so a hell of a lot sooner I'll be at 1,000 on YouTube. Especially that gun video. I'm at the 9,700 and something now, but anyhow. Uh, please go like and subscribe there, and thanks at Computers for sponsoring this episode and all the uh, podcasts on the Digital 410 Network, with the exception of the uh, fishing one. But uh, anyhow, give them a call if you have any computer needs, technical needs, even if you don't live in a the state, they can help you remotely through their website. It's act-capecoral.com, or give them a call at 239-283-1120. Um, don't message us through Facebook. We don't get on Facebook that much. And if you send us a message, um, probably won't find it for a while. Um, the only time I ever watch the Facebook stuff is on our live streaming. Well, it's gotten so, and you manage this page and hold and two, three, nine, two, eight, three, eleven, twenty. You manage this page. You have your own account and you have your personal account. Have you noticed in like the last six months when you try to switch, it sometimes doesn't go. And, it, you know, it doesn't give me my third page either. It, it gives me this page for what's in your head and my personal page. I can't even find well, you have to my go, page. Well, you'll have to go to Gordon Abernathy personal account, and then instead of going to profiles, go to pages. And then go, it's because mine does. 
Same way, my convoluted. Do- I can switch and manage digital for. I mean, uh, D train. I can still manage Stan Haney. I can still manage this one. And what's the scuttle? But failed to fail in Southwest you Florida. Could totally do some stuff run Junior if you really want. Failed to, to fail. Fail to fail. And my Southwest Florida World War Two are both considered subgroups. I don't have full manage manageability. Them. It's weird. But yeah. But anyhow, my point being is, I'll say, oh, I want to post this on Facebook, and I'll switch over to digital uh, over to D train. Loading, loading. So I'll kill the app relaunching. It goes back to the previous profile. Maybe it's what's the scuttlebutt. Go switch D train, loading. And I'm fuck it. So if you guys have noticed, with the exception of our live streams, that my posting to Facebook has dropped substantially. Yes, much like everybody else, I did get burned out due to the elections. But now when I, and interestingly enough, to seem to happen once they switch their name to Meta. But um, the Facebook management app, the Facebook app is just, it's, runs like shit anymore and there's so many times i'll i get stuck I'll, I'll give it three tries and then i'll kill it or there's times where i'll go to my don abernathy profile your session is timed out please enter the code okay they get the code copy paste it in there hit it scroll down your session is timed out i just i just did this i'll have to do like three times in a row and i well maybe your phone i had the latest greatest fucking samsung it can't be my phone i guess it could be but no i had that problem with my lg too it's been going on with their app for a while so it's at the point now it's like why even bother and so that's part of the reason why i don't post as much oh bother oh bother oh bother monchi chi monchi chi you sent me some show ideas. Were you wanting to do one of those, or you wanting to do the news and call it a life? Let's do it a news and maybe work on their show ideas for next week. Just trying to get up and running again has been a Joining bit of a struggle. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? Um, eh. Oh, real right. quick, before we get in the news, speaking of Netflix, we just watched, um, anyhow, some fucking uh, true crime show. About the torso killer of New York City in 1977. Mm-hmm. The most interesting thing about that documentary is seeing Times Square in the 70s. But they spent an inordinate amount of time trying to justify prostitution to the point in which they refer to them as working girls. Back to you, Gordon. <laughs> Copenhagen, Denmark. <laughs> That's Copenhagen, thank you. Copenhagen, Denmark. Blowing the damn speaker again. Conscripts in the in Norway have now been ordered to return their underwear, bras, and socks after the end of their military service, so that the next group of recruits can use them. That doesn't surprise me. Nah, I think it get a little funky too. Well, this may surprise you, and I didn't know. And and I guess it's still this still is true. And if not, you guys can email us at uh, info at d hyphen four ten dot com. Or send us a message on Facebook. But um, I think it's still true. When you enlisted in the Marines in 1942, 43, 44, 45, all the way up until the 50s, um, you went to boot camp, you got in line, they gave you a bucket, some toiletries, underwears, socks, and a uniform, and charged you $25. Interestingly enough, you only made $20 a month in 1942. So you actually had to pay for your uniforms and all your stuff. And I know they still have to pay for the Class A uniforms because, interestingly enough, the Army, 
which I love, they brought back the pink and greens, which is the World War II style uniforms for mm-hmm. for the Class A. And so now when you see them on TV, you'll see them look like I, you know, 1940s. And I'm seeing all these posts of these cats saying, "This shit's expensive." It's like, "Oh I yeah, no, I have to buy it too." So they're like paying just because they're in the army doesn't mean they're getting. No, they're paying basically reenactor prices for those uniforms that they got to wear now, minus the sales tax if they get two hundred dollar jackets, one hundred forty dollar pants. Well, the reason that the Norwegian military is doing this is they are stating that they are struggling with dwindling supplies due to part of the pandemic that never ends. The Norwegian Defense Logistics Organizations made the statement of a challenging stockpile situation. This move is necessary as you provides know what your forces. Is. The Norwegian government don't have a military industrial complex. If they yep. had a military industrial complex, they would well, employ the Norwegian a people made over China. there. Yeah. Not all of them, but, you know. Well, I mean, there was the whole by USA Act for most government jobs. You'd think that would cover the military. I don't care what your love or hate for Trump is. If you, if people had just shut the fuck up and at least let him try to get some American manufacturing back, <laughs> imagine if he if he would have spent less time dealing with bullshit and more time trying to get more American manufacturing back. Maybe our supply chain issues wouldn't hurt quite I, so bad. I tell you, I tried listening to Joe Biden today, his stupid ass speech down there in Georgia about you know all the voting rights stuff. And I've got two simple things. One, you have to be a citizen of the United States, and two, you got to show ID. That's it. I don't. But I, he was so hyperbolic, so angry, blaming everything on Trump, and how these nineteen states are are running over people's rights and this and that. What? And I get it. I don't know everything that's going on, but those two things is all that needs to be covered. Like this shit going on in New York, where the mayor had approved that as long as you are a resident alien, you can vote. Mm-hmm. Or the I have a problem. With or that. the new laws now, where uh, if you commit a crime with anything other than a gun, like if you rob a liquor store with a knife, it's a misdemeanor, not a felony. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 insane, and I don't under, I just don't understand how they can think that way. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, our, our crime's up. Well, no shit, Sherlock. But anyway, back to Copenhagen. <sighs> Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So, uh, you know, they're doing proper checks and cleaning and reuse of garments and considered that are considered adequate and and then sound practice. So until recently, the roughly 8,000 men and women who every year do the military service, wow, that's small, uh, return their clothing, were allowed to leave the barracks with their underwear and socks until they were used. So supply chain issues are definitely uh, affecting military in smaller countries. I'm sure the same with us. Yeah, we so. just we've gotta we gotta start making shit here again. You're gonna pay for it. I mean, not to turn us into the "What's the Scuttlebutt" podcast, but part of the reason why Japan bombed us at Pearl Harbor is because we cut off access to their fucking oil that they buy from us and the supplies they needed from us, and we froze their fucking assets and their Japanese-based, you know, owned companies here in the united states and so they're like fuck it we got to do something um that could easily be done to us nowadays since none of our shit's manufactured here people can just 
start putting embargoes on our shit. We're kind of in a soft version of that with the the ships. It's funny because you don't hear about it now. That's because they push the ships further offshore. They're 40 plus miles out. Get out of sight, out of mind. Kind of like you don't hear about that anymore, and you don't hear about Kazakhstan very much in the news either, and that place is fucking falling apart. They literally Russia's in there, and they said they're, quote, and I actually read this in the AP, and it's not... We were told to liquidate protesters. Because the protesters literally had it. They were, the civilians were basically rounding up and arresting their military. And the military were like, hey, we don't want to fight you guys. And so they literally had a fucking coup. Yeah. Everybody resigned in the government except for the president. Uh, a lot of the military and cops and, and decided to join the protesters after a certain amount of time. But it sounds like they've got Russia moving out of there. They've oh, done a- their job. So we'll see if that plays out well, because that right there is a key piece to Russia and China. It's 2022. Because of the uranium and oil. They got both. Uh, Sean White. Remember Sean White? Yeah, I follow him on TikTok. He just does videos where he eats cereal, watching other people snowboarding videos and then comments on him. It's like 3 million fucking likes. He's still going for the Olympics at the age of 35. Mammoth Mountain, California coming in from the AP. Sean White arrived at Mammoth Mountain hoping to lock a spot for his fifth Olympic team. The snowboarding superstar left uh, left it with his ankle hurting and work still left to do. So White put together a solid run during qualifying at the U.S. Grand Prix on Saturday night but aggravated a lingering angle issue. I know all about those in the process, and he opted not to participate in the finale. So, or the finals. So it led to a strange sight of a portion of the U.S. Olympic snowboarding and freestyle team being announced later Saturday night without Mr. White, who has uh, redefined Why the sport. And I remember White? watching Why him. Why Mr. Brown? Because was... Mr. Brown's on a job somewhere else, Mr. Pink. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> nice Reservoir Dog reference. So, yeah, I remember watching him when he was just a wee tyke, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mid-'90s. And see, and we always like this guy's going to be good, and and he he was. Uh, I know he's been suffering injuries for a while. I hopefully he gets better. I don't think we're going to see him in the Olympics, but you never know that things things happen. And then I just got one quick COVID story, and I do apologize, but I thought it was a little weird that out of Baston, two dogs are trained to detect the odor distinct. To people who are sick with COVID-19 will visit three school districts in Bristol County this week. That's good. In California, you got to get COVID tests, like, I think daily or weekly to go back to school in California. And you can't even get them, which is all more excuses not to go back to school. Especially when that whole uh, 100-plus employee thing went in effect on the 10th. And that may be why the lines are so long, but you can't get the home ones. And then you go... Well, there are actually to the few sites here, and the hours are the lines are like four, five, six hours long. I heard tonight that the Supreme Court is looking at this hundred plus are. nonsense, and I think they've already said it, it's it's unconstitutional, or at least the first round. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to look at it. But one of them is a black Labrador named Hunter, a golden Labrador named Duke, that can s- detect the smell of the virus on surfaces, and will sit to, when they indicate they pick up the scent. Which is probably everywhere right now. Such a good use um, of manpower. <laughs> we have some people going out with a coof second round. One of them actually got sick day, the two days before I did. 
It's but like uh, the, with COVID, whether it's Omicron or whether it's Delta, our dogs will hit on it. That's so according dumb. to, but what's interesting? What really caught my attention? The dogs trained using the detection program developed by the Florida International University's International Forensic Research Institute. Holy crap! Let's say that can't one more time. Put that time. on business card. Yeah. You, well, the problem is, is I think they fucked up because international's in there twice. Florida International University's Dump, International dive, Forensic dodge, duck, Research. Dive, dodge. You said dodge twice. <laughs> oh, dear God. And then one more quickie. Well, real, it, what, what I was saying about waste of resources and manpower, there was a TikTok video out of New York where there's like eight cops in front of a Burger King. Their job was to arrest people who refused to leave the Burger King because they would not produce their vaccination cards in order to get a hamburger. And it's just so nice to know that New York City is such a utopia and they have no crime. Their crime rate's at zero that they can Meanwhile, send... Meanwhile, the guy's running down the street. They can right send 20 cops to stand in front of fucking Burger King and arrest people who don't have vaccination cards. It's all such a waste of fucking manpower. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now they're taking drug-sniffing dogs and teaching them to smell COVID and fucking sending them out. Paying two cops probably forty grand Meanwhile, a year. Meanwhile, those cops are there to get the yeah, those we... non-vaccine card-producing derelicts out of there. You know, two doors down, Jed was with a with a non-lethal weapon robbing a place. Or you so, fucking down at the Saks Fifth Avenue, busting in windows and stealing forty thousand dollars worth of property. But hey, as long as you got your COVID card, why are you doing it? Go for we're it. We're starting to see that little bit of that going on here. Just people walking in and stealing shit. But out here, they will prosecute. So. You know, they may have come from California thinking it's the same thing. Ain't going to happen. Your ass is going to get caught. But uh, real quick, I don't know if you've seen this story. kind of popped up. Don't know how far over the news it's been. It's been quick. But where the fuck did it go? Live deer found in trunks hatchback during a traffic stop. Where do you put your live deer? Um, in the ground or in, in my belly. Live he ain't here? live by the time I get him. Speaking of which, I've been watching, like, I'm on season three of Meat Eater on Netflix. That's a good show. I, I will say the animal lover in me, I, I dip my toe into that one. I, like, watched the first episode. Okay, I can handle that. Okay, I'm going to skip down to the fishing episode. But I've been watching them all carry. I can't handle this. Like, because as I was saying when David was on, I, I'm really thinking about maybe going out on a hunt one day. So I'm I'm just kind of getting myself over the the upset tummy tummy seeing animals killed but i'm i'm into like season two and a half maybe season three now so my question is how this live deer ended up in there now it makes sense the condition of the people or person police pulled over who pulled over a suspected drunken or drug driver and pennsylvania discovered a live deer that had apparently been hit and then placed in the hatchback of their car her car Good so evening. obviously it was hit by a car the animal was freed after the stop Thursday by the police. The occupants told you got the a tag officer for that? With, Huh? You got a tag for that? Yeah. Occupants told police officers they realized the deer was still alive but kept driving anyway. Ah, Probably because it. it was kicking around and making all sorts of noise back here. Mm-hmm. Be quiet. Steak. So police told the passenger to release the deer, which uh, has been a video posted by police struggling as it was carried across the road. The 19-year-old driver. Has been investigated for suspicion of driving under the influence. I'm going to assume it was a doe or a small fawn because I don't see a 19 year old picking up a fucking even with dead weight buck. Yeah, (laughs) even a doe. But uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. You know, now people are popping up with deers in their car. I'm 
Just watching oh, everything else going dear, on, thinking, oh, dear God. This concludes the evening news. And now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. Thank you. And before we go, um, Gordon, you have an Android phone. And if I, you swipe to the left, you'll get the news feed for like that they suggest to you. Yep. And it's so funny because we all know that they all listen on everything we do and they track and they trade. And, you know, I've been, as I said, I've already ran a shitload of miles <clears throat> this month and posting pictures on Instagram. And lo and behold, my podcast, my Pandora commercials are about gym memberships and buying fucking Pelotons and all the advertisements. But anyhow, so I swiped left and. I saw something that just kind of shows where we are heading down that wally road of the blo- human blob. You've been uh, going to the gym yourself. Been trying yeah. to work out and get fitness. And you and I often complain about people who don't rack their weights. Yep. It's like, well, aren't you here to lift weights? Lift that shit and carry it back over to the rack. Part of your workout. People can't do it because we're getting lazy. I saw an ad. Title said, and I did TikTok on this, <clears throat> Alexa can now adjust your NordaTrack adjustable dumbbells. You've seen Bowflex had this for a while. They look weird, and you put them down, and you click the clicker, and then weights will fall off when you pick them back up. So have you seen those? I have not, but <clears throat> you made me think about that South Park with Alexa being a moody bitch. But so apparently Bowflex is patent is worn out on these and theirs were manual basically they look fucking it looks insane like you have your dumbbell and you put it down this holder and it slides in the slots of different plates and you adjust yes. the weight number and when you pick it up it has the coinciding amount of plates right fun fact do you know who owns nordatrack or sorry bowflex who? i just said it nordatrack yeah well apparently the new nordatrack ones are digital so instead of having the mechanical button so you can put it down in its weight station Say, Alexa, set it to 20 pounds, and it'll automatically... Are you here to work out, or aren't you? Taking the now, time... Now, these are order track weights, right? The article said... And I took a oh, and the reason I'm saying this is maybe the patent didn't expire. They just fucking own it. But either yeah. way, the, my, I'm not worried about the patent. My more concern is that Alexa can change the weights on your NordaTrack adjustable dumbbells. Are you here to work out, or aren't you? Yeah. Come on. Well, it's like the people go to the gym where I'm at and they take the elevator to the second floor. <laughs> that elevator I should be. I am not kidding. That elevator should strictly be for people in wheelchairs or hover scooters. But sad and thing these is. These are the guys that walk around with the head smaller than the rest of them. They got the weight belt and a gallon of water. <laughs> I can't walk stairs. Oh, I'm going to pull the trigger. After 13 long years at Planet Fitness, yep, I called Crunch Fitness today, and their basic model plan is $9.99 a month, just like Planet Fitness, even though I got the $20 a month plan Planet Fitness. You getting the basic bitch plan? Well, that's all I need because I have a mixed fitness oh, bike. It. looks just like a Peloton right here in front of me. I use it. As I already read, I've already put in, like I don't know, fucking eight miles this month on it, and I run like a bastard. And um, I the last time I went to Planet Fitness, I'm looking around and and once again I've been going there for 13 years. So I'm not mad dogging on fucking Planet Fitness. I've had a lot of I, I've fucking the weak melodies in the hospital. I spent a lot of mornings there fucking getting frustration out, breaking down, crying on weight benches. But anyhow, I've spent a lot of time in that fucking Planet Fitness. But I'm looking around I'm like this base place is basically a cardio gym, which are, there's no problem with that if you don't have a bike at home, you're not out running. 
But for the type of training I'm doing now from these OCR events, I need something more along the line of a poor man's CrossFit type style. And Crunch Fitness I has a 40-rung monkey bar. Perfect. They have the, the squat stations where you squat the medicine ball and you throw it up and hit the octagon like target mm-hmm. on the wall. They got like the 30-inch jump squats. But more importantly, they have two sleds. You can fill full of weights and push them. They have more of the you know, the pull-down ropes and the fucking horizontal whipping ropes. And as Gordon and I were talking, I've been going to Planet Fitness for so long, I never even thought about this. Their bench presses are hydraulically assisted. And what I mean by that, they're going to they're going to call them self-spotting, right? And so you they have a safety thing you can adjust so that the bar can only go so low. But the bars are literally attached to two hydraulic rods so that you can't go left or right. And if you put the adjustment, you can't crush yourself. Fine. Great. You think you're doing good. You're bench pressing 130, 140 pounds. Well, then you, you go somewhere else where it's a free weight. And now you got, you're basically, you're, mm-hmm. you're not getting the full workout because you're not dealing with the left, right, back. What and front. happened to me, man? I was lifting way more than this. Yeah. And so, and I, I think it's just time. I'm just going to tell you. Our gym has something I've never seen until I went there, and it's the best bench press invention ever. So, you know, you actually got to reach back a little to lift the bar. Yep. This actually, it'll rock forward to get it right where it needs to be, and then you lift up. So that prevents injuries up here. Well, and that's the other thing about all, because I've, I've been to Crunch once on, or twice on a um, guest pass. Like all their butterfly machines, all their stationary machines, or arm they all lean back. So as you're doing butterfly, the thing leans back and then mm-hmm. comes forward. They're all like free motion. And they have, and the other complaint about Planet Fitness is they only have two of each weight. So you get in there and Sheila and Debbie are in there. and They got both. They got the both 20s, both 25s, both 15s. Now, are they doing reps at the same time and then they set them both down at the same time? They take all of them over to the area behind the pony wall and they'll ah. set the 10s, the 15s, the 20s, and the 25s down. Both have their own. And so while they're working out with the 15s each, the 10s, the 20s, and the 25s are sitting there. No one else can use them. It's like, what the fuck, and chicks? you got to ask you, excuse me. Go, going back to are we here or aren't we? Go grab your, your tw- 20 pounds. Go walk over there. You're burning calories. You're walking. You're carrying 20, 40 pounds, so you're, you're weight walking. Do your, do your three sets. Put them down. Breathe in. Breathe out. Pick them back out. Do three more sets. Put them down. Pick them back up. Do three more sets. Put them, carry them back. Switch weights and somebody else. And so you see a lot of that there. And so it's just like now the, it's time to One thing on. I've gotten lazy with, and I agree with you 100%, but when it comes to the bench press, those things cycle people through them so quick that we just leave the each, a 45, I 45 is on there. I take them off because what if you're a chick and you just started, you've only been going there a month and you can't, you can barely bench the bar. So now she's going to say, well, fuck, I can't pick up a 45 pound plate. So now I can't use that piece of equipment. I got to wait for Steve well, to get off of his. Let me, let me <clears throat> expound upon that. It's, that's usually at five in the morning when it's nothing but a bunch of meatheads in there anyway. Yeah, I still take my, I still take, because once again, it's part of my workout. Not only am I bench pressing, not well, it's part of my workout. Not only am I benching, but now I gotta I gotta pull that forty pound squat down, slide it on that super extremely low to the ground pole. (laughs) And so And I've been guilty and it's usually when I'm in a hurry trying to get to get it bang out a workout to get to work. 
you know, because in the morning, in the afternoon, not so much. In the morning, I'm in a hurry. I'm in a hurry, and it's not really a good way to do workouts. But, and uh, my plan I actually haven't been going because the, the dog's wheel is healing. So, And my plan of fitness closes at 7 on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, which I get. You want to give your employees time off. So, but it's not a big deal because I got the black card. Ooh, fancy. So I, I went over to the North Fort Myers Planet Fitness and their rope machine thingy where you do this, bang yeah, the ropes. Yeah, yeah. It was so damn close to the wall that you couldn't get the ropes fully extended. It's like, so even this Planet Fitness, they like, they're trying to cram machines in to get people in there that they don't even have room for. So you can't even fully extend these fucking ropes because there's not enough room. So, yeah, I tell you, even our gym that's like seventy five thousand square feet, it's it's run out of room. It's yeah. uh, the newer ones are good, but the, the CrossFit areas, they actually had busted out a back of the house area, you know, and and did a nice remodel job, but it's it's not big enough. Well, the Planet Fitness give them credits. These are franchisees. They go down, they'll rent out an old fucking Kmart or something, and so they're not built to suit. Whereas the Crunch Fitness, they actually built their facility. It's two stories, and they have all their treadmills and bikes on the second floor. So down on the first floor. Do they got that indoor track, too? Um, I don't know. They got hot yoga, which I no interest in. They got plot, you know. (laughs) Just you do yoga outside in Florida. Yeah, so downstairs is all the, the CrossFit type esque area and all the free weights and the machines and upstairs all the bikes and the uh, the bikes and the treadmills and all that stuff. And they got the Bikram Yoga, which you can't call Bikram Yoga because he turns out he was a pervert and he got canceled. So now they just call it Hot Yoga. But anyhow, I digress. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode and uh, hope you guys enjoyed your two weeks off. We really didn't get into Christmas and what we did on New Year's because after you've been gone for two weeks, all the thoughts and feelings and the newness of this topic of conversation have already sailed by you and you really don't feel like telling those stories again. And, uh, well, let's face it, we're all in our 40s and that shit's not that exciting much more. Anyhow, but anyhow, we will talk to you guys next Tuesday at our normally scheduled time and I should maybe have some adventures to talk about because if things go to plan, I'll be sleeping in the ground in Georgia this weekend. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>